Hey, I'm Kylie Kelly, and I'm obsessed with all things business and motherhood and helping you navigate the messy and magical seasons of both. I'm a boy mama that grew a successful photo biz before hanging up my straps in 2020 to pivot. Yes, we're allowed to do that. Now I help other CEO mums just like you grow an audience of raving fans fast. But this podcast is way more than that. Think of it as your coffee date or happy hour with your girlfriends as we talk real life. Money, challenges, growth, frustrations, marketing, the messy middle, it's all welcome here. So get comfy and join us. Welcome to This Mama Means Business. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, friends, and welcome back to the podcast, This Mama Means Business, episode 137. To be honest, I had a whole schedule of content that was going to come out in the next couple of weeks, and something happened to me over the weekend that I just had to interrupt that schedule. I just wanted to sit down with my cup of tea and talk to my friends through my podcast about what happened on the weekend, because... Sometimes this mum parenting life is bloody hard. Already I'm trying not to swear, but let this be your warning that there probably will be some cussing in this episode because that is how I talk. So what happened on the weekend? So for anyone new that's joining us, I am a mum to two boys. I have a five and a half year old Spencer and I have a two and a half year old Samuel. They are the best of friends. They're the worst of enemies. They like to laugh and chase and tickle and punch and fight and, you know, it's a full life being the mum of two boys and we're entering this era now of birthday parties put your hand up if you also are entering this era I think that because of the life that we've lived up until this point we relocated interstate at the start of the pandemic so Spencer went from living and making friends in one area as a toddler to then moving elsewhere and having to start school not knowing anyone right so he's really only just forming these really strong friendships now in kindy as he starts school and I love watching this, right? I love watching him navigate the world of friendships and navigate, you know, the choices that we make and you can see his personality actually developing, which I think is the coolest thing about being a parent to kids of this age. I think it is really, really cool. And then of course you have Sam that just wants to copy and follow Spencer everywhere. So the good stuff and the bad, right? So it's fun. It's fun. But on the weekend, we actually had a birthday party to go to. Now, being completely honest, I struggle as a parent to parent them both together by myself. Like, I honestly don't know how single parents do it. I find when I am parenting the boys solo, I need strategies to be able to cope with the overstimulation, with the noise, with parenting, right? Parenting young kids, everything that comes with it. And there's definitely strategies that I've found that have worked. But on the weekend, we had a birthday party to go to. And I said to my husband, he'd had a really late um, night at work the night before. So I said to him, no, stay home, enjoy a quiet house, have a nap, like just soak up this rare opportunity, not having to have your parent hat on for a couple of hours on a Saturday afternoon. So I took both the boys to this birthday party, which was in a local hall, and it was all going swimmingly. Spencer was having the time of his life running around with his little friends. And they had like a kid DJ there. There was like disco music. There was games. Like it was all happening. Sam is a funny one. He was shy to start with. So he pretty much sat on my lap for an hour. And then as he started to get more confidence, he started to run over to the table with all the party food and was getting high on chocolate and sugar. And I was like, you know what? I was like, go for it, kid. We don't have this stuff at home. Like he doesn't eat a great deal of sugar here. He does have chocolates and things occasionally, but we don't have cordial. It's just drinking water. Like I'm a bit old school like that. So I was like, go for it, you know, live your best life. So he was having the time of his life until it got to about an hour and a half in and he ran 
over to this window and I didn't even think twice. I didn't even notice because they had kind of party things up everywhere and he banged on this window and this sheet of MDF timber, this thick piece of timber fell right on his foot, right on his big toe. I have never run to him so fast. My heart like jumped into my throat. His little face distorted in pain. He wanted to escape out of his skin. I looked down, his toe was black. Obviously the blood had like drained from his toe just in case it was serious. That was like the body's way of coping, I guess. I raced into the kitchen and the party was so loud, no one really noticed. So I ran into the kitchen. I got a bag of ice. I tried to apply ice to his foot. Obviously he did not want me to do that. So it just times it by a hundred. It got worse and worse and worse. So I said to the mum of one of Spencer's school friends, do you mind dropping him home? We live like two minutes away. This is my address. I did know her quite well. She was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. No worries. I told Spencer as I walked out, but then grabbing all of Sam's stuff and and ducking to the car really quite quickly, Spencer was following me and I had no idea. And he only had socks on. He didn't think to grab his shoes and he stepped on glass in the car park. So now picture this, Kylie, frantic. Actually, I'm pretty good in these situations, but stressed. I was stressed, trying to put a screaming Sam with his black foot that is just swelling before my eyes into his car seat to get him home. Spencer, who is now hysterical, that has stepped on glass in the car park. I did look at his feet. I couldn't see any blood or anything. I couldn't see any glass, but he's hysterical. And then if you have two kids, you'll understand, but they just feed off each other. So it feels like the louder and the more upset Sam got, the louder and the more upset Spencer got. Thankfully, we live like seven minutes away. So driving home was nice and fast. So I call Nick. He's tried to have a nap, couldn't sleep. He's having a cup of tea in a nice quiet house. I'm telling him about this impending emergency that is about to rock up at the door, telling him to get the Panadol ready, telling him all the things. We get home. I've obviously... I'm trying to look after Sam, trying to look after Spencer. Nick is a fantastic hands-on husband. So he was in there with me. We're trying to calm the kids. We decide not to take Sam to the hospital because the hospital's here. You're waiting for hours. I think anywhere probably, but you're waiting for hours to actually even see anyone. And his foot was still in the same shape. There was nothing puncturing the skin. It was just very bruised and very swollen. And his nail was fine. His other toes looked fine. It was just his big toe and the top of his foot. So we ended up, you know, giving him painkillers, resting, getting him to bed. He actually slept well, which surprised me. And since then, we found out that his toe is most likely broken, but they don't actually do anything for toes. They just strap them to the other one and you just have to get on with life. There's no point x-raying them. There's no point doing anything. So all of this to say, Saturday night was terrible for me. My guilt my shame, my anxiety. I get anxious over interrupted sleep anyway. I think I suffer from a bit of PTSD from when Spencer was a baby because he was such a bad sleeper. So anything related to sleep, I am highly strong, highly anxious, stressed off my nut. Even my body reacts, even the way that I get breakouts or it'll bring on a period or I feel nauseous, like my body reacts to that anxiety and that stress almost instantly. So Saturday night was horrible. I ended up almost sitting in a corner with a glass of wine, like rocking back and forward. But because of all of these thoughts that kept intruding, thoughts like I should have watched better, thoughts like I'm not cut out for this. I can't do this. I shouldn't have two boys. I'm not cut out to be a boy mom. It's all my fault. I'm a terrible mother. Why couldn't I have avoided this happening? What was I thinking? Why did I do this? I can't do this anymore. Like all of these thoughts just wouldn't leave. They just 
kept fighting for time in my mind. And normally I'm a pretty positive person. I am equipped with my own little affirmations, my own thought processes to try to combat my anxiety and combat things like this, but I couldn't kick it. I knew that I had to just go to bed and cry it out and wake up, reset. That often works for me. But I wanted to come on here and actually have a conversation because this shit is hard. And not only is parenting hard, but I want you to recognize how fucking incredible you as a mother, you as a business owner, you as a wife, you as a friend, we really are. I feel like entrepreneurial parents are almost a breed of our own. We're trying to not only be the best parent we can be, we're trying to also grow a business and support our family to have a better future. And we have goals, we have dreams, we have a vision of what we want our life to be. So it's not even just about going to a birthday party and not being a good enough mother to prevent an accident from happening because I get it, right? Accidents happen, life happens, right? I get it. But it's actually then also the consequence that this event then has for the next week, two weeks, three weeks, right? Because not only is it having to comfort and wanting to be there as a parent and it hurting your heart that your kid is hurt, like that is the first part of it. But then the second part is also like, oh my God, like how am I going to now manage my workload with now my mum load? And then it's like, well, what does this say about me as a mother? What does this say about me as a woman? Why does this seem harder for me than for everybody else? And that's the point I want to make here is that this shit is hard for everyone. You and I, all we can do is the best that we're doing in every given moment. We can't control everything. And so for me, that meant trying to show myself grace and love throughout these tough times when I'm feeling anxious, when I'm having these thoughts, seeing them, thanking them for being there and then letting them go, right? Reminding myself that no, I am a great mother. Accidents happen. We can't control everything. And then looking at my calendar and being okay, reshuffling things, knowing that luckily the women that I work with are mothers too and understand more than anybody else. I think sometimes, especially as a high achiever, we try to hold ourselves to this highest level and it's just not sustainable, especially when we have other responsibilities in our life, especially when we have these little people that we are raising. Things are going to change. We need to be able to be flexible and pivot with that. And I'm saying this as somebody that fucking needs to learn how to do this too, because I hate change. I hate unpredictability. I like to see my calendar and know what I have on the next day and finish that day and feel productive. And I feel like that's when I'm the best person that I can be. But then that's not sustainable or realistic in this world when we're also mothers, when we also have little people that get injured at birthday parties that then throw your whole week out, right? Or even without the injuries, even when we have school holidays and sickness and public holidays and strikes and whatever, whatever is going on in your part of the world, there's always shit, right? But keeping in mind that all we can do is the best with, with what we have. And remembering that kids are bloody resilient and remembering that painkillers are bloody magic. And I also wanted to share, so a few of my friends, I put out a few posts on social media after this had happened on the Sunday night when I was still feeling all the things, but my nervous system had settled a little bit. I put out a post on social and two of my friends actually came back with things that really resonated with me. One of them kindly shared an acronym for shame. I think it's acronym, but where every letter stands for a word, right? So shame, standing for should have already mastered everything. So shame comes from us thinking that we should have already mastered everything. But this was my first time taking the boys solo to a chaotic birthday party and missing that one thing. Yes, that one thing resulted in Sam hurting himself, but it was my first time. As a mum, I can't be the master of everything. This is the first time I've been a mum. I Before Spencer, I've never been a mum before. So remembering that we're also growing up with our kids and 
when I got that message, I haven't even told Adriana yet, but when I got that message, I cried from a place of being seen. I cried because that's the thing about us mums. We all fucking get it, right? And realizing that, of course, I'm not the master of mumming, right? Of course, I'm not the master of everything because I am growing with my kids. I am learning with my kids. Allow me to give myself more grace than I have before. So I wanted to share that with you. And Emily, another friend of mine, it's funny that both of these women are in the Spotlight Club. So you can kind of see the caliber of women that are attracted into this membership that I then become friends with. And I'm so, so grateful for them. Um, But Emily also shared with me some counter thoughts that she suggested that I offer my inner critic, which I was so grateful for. Thoughts similar to what Adriana shared, but thoughts like accidents happen. I was doing my best in that moment. I would have acted differently if I had known that this would happen, but I didn't know what I didn't know, right? Also, I really liked her thought process around my kids need hard times just like I do to know how to get through them and to better appreciate the good times. And I just really appreciated those counter thoughts because they helped shift that perspective, just that little bit that allowed my thoughts to crack, right? I think sometimes it's not about going from I'm the worst mother to I'm a perfect mother, because when you're thinking thoughts like I'm the worst mother in the world, thinking that you're the perfect mother seems like solar systems away, right? It's not about changing it that much, but it's about letting in these counter thoughts that can just crack that critical thought just a little bit to allow your brain to think like, oh, maybe that isn't true. So thinking thoughts like, well, I was doing my best in that moment, right? And my brain goes, well, yeah, you were. Suddenly that I'm the worst mother for letting this happen starts to crack. And I'm like, well, hang on, I didn't know it was going to happen. And I was trying to keep them all safe and accidents happen. Like it just cracks that thinking. So I just wanted to offer that to you, whatever you might be going through, whether it is something to do with your children or something to do with your life or just a challenge that you might be facing. I just wanted to offer some of those counter thoughts to you and just know that I'm here drinking my cup of tea, cheering you on, wanting you to know that you're not alone. And that with a few thoughts like this, I know you can crack that critical thinking that might be replaying in your head as well. And if not, I can recommend a glass of wine and sitting in the corner, rocking back and forward and a good night's sleep does do wonders. But I know that that's not the healthiest approach to this either. And having these tools in your tool belt for your parenting journey, for your entrepreneurial journey, whatever part of the journey you need them for, having these tools in your tool belt right now is going to be so helpful when that next thing happens, right? And I know as a mum of two boys, there's going to be a lot. That's I think that's where that thought of like, I'm not cut out for this came from, because I can kind of tell that both of my children love taking risks and it scares the shit out of me. And I don't want to be that helicopter parent that doesn't let them climb the tree, but the tree is going to break one day and I know what might be my future and I just need all the strength I can get. So again, putting those tools that both my friends shared with me into my tool belt so that when I do need them next time, then they're there ready to be used. So I'm going to leave it there, a nice and short little personal update, but Please, if you are going through something and you want somebody to talk to, don't ever hesitate to reach out. My DMs are always open on Instagram. Send me a voice note. We can cry into the phone together. I am here for you and I want you to know more than anything, like I've said already a few times in this episode, but more than anything, I want you to know that you're not alone. Whatever it is you're going through, whatever it is you're facing, please know that I'm right there beside you, cheering you on every step of the way. I love you loads. I appreciate you more than I think you probably realize. I'm so grateful that you're here with me. And I promise I'll be back in your earbuds soon with probably a more business related episode. All right, my friends, I love you loads and I will talk to you again soon. Bye for now. 
every single week, I do my best to bring you two episodes that are going to really add value to your life, whether they speak to your motherhood journey or your business one. I pour my heart and soul into this podcast, recording and editing them all myself. So there is a really simple way you could return the favor. If you will leave me a review, head on over to Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts and let me know how I'm doing. Leave me a few words that let me know what content you like best or what you might like to hear in the future. I create this for you, so I would appreciate that so very much. For the show notes and links from today, please head over to my website, kyliekelly.com slash podcast. I cannot wait to bring you more value and more juicy content to your earbuds soon. But for now, I hope you continue to have an incredible day and know that mama, you've totally got this shit. Okay. Bye for now.